Welcome back, Briars. It's your host, Briar Rose, with Briar's Den, once again. Um, this episode will air on the 28th, I believe. And this is the second Perplexus chapter. I believe that we stopped at the portion in which Gerard had just woken back up. Uh, there's birds and stuff out here because it's summer now. I don't know where birds go whenever it's not summer. Well, actually, no, 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 no. That makes me sound hella dumb. I know that they migrate in junk, but like, still, I guess they don't like winter vibes. Um, anyway, starting back where we left off, I can find it. Okay, yep. Gerard awoke in a cold sweat. A tabula rasa sat upon his consciousness. He didn't know where or when he was, only that his current location was dark and damp. Was this hell, he wondered? No. Hell wouldn't let him move. Movement offers hope. He began to rustle under the oppressive darkness and found through his breaths that the nearly useless mask had been removed from his face. In observation, his slim digits began to scout for him, placing themselves upon an assemblage of damp materials, coils, wires, and the occasional note played upon his fingertips. His hand finally approached a solid cylinder of metal with a smooth rubber handle. Is this a flashlight? He hadn't seen a working one in years, and was noticeably excited despite his wounds. He felt around the contraption, and noticed, few, noticed a few modifications were made to the bezel, which obstructed the reflective glass of the front by a few millimeters. He found a rubber circle with some give to it, and held up the conscious breath in anticipation. A flicker of unmistakable light made its way out of the glass, and with it a low hum erupted from the mechanism. In Gerard's glee, he almost forgot to take note of the steam coming from the light's path, and pressed a single digit to its illuminated path. Ow. It burned. Why, though, could a small flashlight found in the dark halls of, well, wherever he was, be so strong? Pixis had told him about some things be from before occasionally, and one was brought to mind at this, at this discovery. Voltage. This mechanical miracle must have held at least 2,000 volts, which was especially terrifying as he was sure that the contraption wasn't performing at even half of its max efficiency down here. The light carried a small latch near the end, with lettering barely illuminated by the rebounding light. Hold, safe, and what ha and what had most likely said manual before Rust and Grime had reached it, at least. In a contextual sense, the labels weren't particularly complex. Hold, hold would keep the light on, as safe would protect the user when necessary. Manual was self-explanatory, as Gerard had already used its toggle feature. He finished accessing the tech and placed it on, on safety in his mildewed belt loop. Now that his eyes had further adjusted to the abyss, nor random rooming cars, he could make out more and more figures at depth. A litter of pipes belayed the room structure, along with a collection of doors that half-heartedly contained their particulates. Almost everything had corroded away, most likely expedited by the collection of water down here. Gerard used the pipes for leverage in traveling over the difficult terrain, pillars, and debris betraying his footing. He reached the door that seemed the most promising, defeated gold lettering etched Lab 2023 into the doorframe. The knob itself was stiff and austere with a collection of sludge and oxidized metals acting as its bastion. It took a bit of leverage, but the knob eventually gave. 
The door burst open from water pressure, and Gerard was nearly driven back. He held on using a pipe that went along the door and stabilized as the water began to slow. On the inside, he found what most likely been an analytics lab. At least that's what the burned-out lettering led him to believe. He found some items that, once dried, could be used to further progress his search. He needed to find Pixis, and fast. Earlier, his fear had gotten the best of him, but now he steeled himself. Gerard knows what, dead lo what a dead person looks like, and they weren't dead. His hope had solidified. Now he just needed his mind to meet him there. From his brief inspection, he was able to locate a relatively dry backpack stored in a once lavender mist cabinet. In it was stored an assortment of batteries and a Phillips head screwdriver. This could be useful for the flashlight, he thought. He was also able to find a long dead keypad, portable and efficient for those who once studied here. Though the screen had run dead many years ago, Gerard was able to make out the impression of a map on it most likely from the previous owner getting lost frequently. Gerard and Pixis had taken pretty direct routes since they got here, so any information that gave way to the layout of the rest of the landscape was sorely needed. He hoisted the backpack up on his shoulder and noted that the applied pressure emphasized a dull ache in his clavicle, most likely not broken as he could still move liberally, but exhausted. Gerard made his way towards the most promising exit, an abandoned elevator shaft painted with vines and a glimmer of light choked by the natural contagion. Luckily, his figure allowed him to make it through the small opening pretty easily, but even that small victory couldn't teach him how to climb. That was about three pages worth of new perplexus stuff. Hopefully I can, um, I can keep a consistent writing on this. And this chapter feels short. Yeah, this is hella short, y'all. I did not realize that that was, that it took so, like, I can, anyway. <laughs> um, if y'all have anything that y'all want to comment about, like, better ways I could do episodes, or, um, or some suggestions for, for Perplexus, because hopefully this will be a longer series, um, then just give, give me, um, a DM on my Instagram or any emails. Thank you, and have a good day, Briars.